0: that Ravish Kumar has resigned from NDTV. Indian television news
1: began dying years ago, but it took its last breath in the last few days. So a businessman who is seen as an extension of the government, how can I work under such a person? We will have to see what they choose not to show, what they will make disappear, and instead what they are going to present in their own way. I think after his takeover, pro-government media will be reinforced. If people protest against Adani, Will the same
0: reporters, who were able to report about it earlier, be able to do so now?
1: ...of political interference in media and in news. and I mean, this is not something that is very recent, right? It is, it is right? something that has historical footprint before
0: and after World War II. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we directly go back to Nazi Germany. Joseph Goebbels is, was a Nazi minister. Whose designation was Propaganda Minister. He was directly called Propaganda Minister. He gave the idea of pamphlets and uh, the, 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 the print thing. Because back in the days in Europe, consuming print media was an expensive thing. Not everyone could get it. So what Hitler and the and his ministers did was, he took pamphlets because it's a piece of paper. You gotta consume it. Because it's free. And you got something. And they started reading that and that was the, I guess, back, it's the first time when propaganda through journalism started happening.
1: It's also the first time when political leaders and political organizations started using media for their advantage. It had never ha- happened before. I mean, we see uh, presidential elections in the US before in the 1920s, in the 1930s, television and radio were not that important part of campaigning. Campaigning was going to people uh, door by door, and you know, getting the votes of what you want or getting the support you want. But what Hitler and Goebbels did was—Goebbels was a mastermind, in my opinion. It's he, genius yeah, he yeah. foreseen uh, this. He had he had foreseen this a hundred years uh, before it was there. I mean, right now, every other political and every other uh, political organization or leader in the world. Uses news and television and social media, each and every forms of multimedia available there to communicate with people. Right. But uh, this is what Goebbels had done
2: years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think Goebbels was the first one to recognize that there is power in controlling what the people think about you. Yeah. And that has played a long, long uh, part in history and also i want to just talk about the counter opposite to that which is america it has been more or the less same in recent times yes but when television first boomed in america it was very free because roosevelt had lifted all of the uh, all of the limitations from television and it was a free media you it was free to a point that pornographic films like soft porn and all was also airing on the on the actual TV. People could watch it late night. So that is that is where USA as a nation realized power there is power in media.
1: Hmm. And also uh, we talk about these contrasting uh, schemes of using media. Yes. I mean Germany, what, what Germany did was they used it to their own advantage. They used it to propagate their Nazism or their nationalist socialism and whatnot. And what America did or what America gave us was a free opinionated news mechanism, which was never heard or seen of before. Mm -hmm. And they gave us 24-hour long channels. They gave us trained reporters, trained journalists, who could opinionate their news, who could just not read you or just read the news on the paper, who could just look into your eyes and tell you what you should be thinking or what you are not thinking.
0: Or what your view is about the whole, and shape your view, and we, and with that we even understand uh, this contrasting views of people on what they think news is. Because if you see in Europe, people don't believe in news. They say ki, uh, they, 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 don't, they just don't believe in news. They think in news is just for propaganda, and they have no belief in that because of what Hitler did, because of this generational trauma building up, and that's the reason why. Uh, people in parts of Europe, they don't like news. Whereas we see in America, they are quite hopeful to news. Mm. They, they, their whole personality is based on what news channel they are watching. Mm. Yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. I was watching this one documentary recently. Uh, it was, I guess it was voiced by Trevor Noah. And Leonardo DiCaprio, they were explaining the issues of climate change in that documentary. I don't know the name. You can just put it up if if you find it somewhere. It was on Discovery or something. Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, and they showed this very tiny segment of what America has been consuming uh, of their news channels. There are two very distinct, very biased and very strong sides of American news that people are considering. People are watching. People are consuming day to day. And that's why in every issue, it can be gun rights, it can be abortion rights, it can be any other issue in America. You see people clearly divided to the extremes of Polarize. the Polarized. Yeah, to the extremes. They are yeah. completely brainwashed and polarized by which, uh, on what side of news they consume. I mean, if you watch CNN, you have a one-sided opinion of the world. You see all right-wingers as wrong. You see... All uh, you know, open economists as wrong, and everything that has been happening by the or be doing by the conservatives as blatantly wrong. On the other side, if you watch Fox News, you are also a left-hating, or they are trying to you know, or some conspiracy of trying to take over the country and you know change our religions and whatnot. And that is the power of media. That is the power of journalism. And Mm -hmm. that's what uh, Pranay Roy and Ravish Kumar. Uh, understood a long while ago. That's what Goebbels understood even uh, decades ago. Right. So that's, uh, you know, where I feel uh, this is going is Ravish Kumar quoted this term recently, which was... Godi Media. Godi Media media is something... He quoted this term and it became uh, extremely violent on the internet. Yeah. Uh, Right. Because it was heavily disputed. Exactly. It became, at this point, they were like, oh my God, how can you say this and everything? But it was a very bold move by Ravi the uh, Let me explain you the term Godi Media. It is the blanket of news channels that are propagating a singular view of the government. And they are just feeding you news and feeding you opinions that are benefited to their political aspirations of the particular party and the particular leader. <coughs> And because we live in a country which is now governed and ruled by uh, Mr. Umar Nirana, the term Godi media comes into place mm. and what Godi media is actually, it is just a political organization or a political leader trying to use media to its heaviest potential mm. to incept their agenda into the minds of people. Mm. Right yeah. so that's what news has become today. That's what we are seeing nowadays. And NDTV was one of the only or the only uh, news channel in the last recent three, four years that were doing something which was uh, against these uh, yeah. uh, biases or they were prop- uh, you know they were still generating and you know giving and providing with unbiased news. Which was rare. I mean, there was this point in time where I felt like, oh my God, this is something, there is only this one channel that is doing this. And now I don't think no longer they will do this. They won't. And to
0: understand what you are saying, the biggest example of that would be the ideological change of Arunab Goswami. Mm. That's the biggest example of what Mm. Bodhi Media Mm. is. I mean, you you can see videos of Arunab Goswami, when, when it was in NDTV mm-hmm. and now in Republic TV. And you can understand what the media is and what they are. And now because NDTV is no more, I don't think we will see NDTV anymore. There's nothing right now in our country on a platform that big. No, that
1: we, we will see NDTV. It is still existing as a channel, but we won't see NDTV, NDTV as NDTV. Yes, yes. Huh? Right. Because NDTV has always been this backbone of independent television journalism in India. And now, as Ravish Kumar has resigned, as Pranay Roy and Radhika Roy, his wife, who are the major stakeholders of of, uh, the New Daily Television Limited, have resigned. And I don't think they will, because Adani now holds the channel. Mm. Adani is the largest stakeholder at NDTV right now. Mm. And Adani, as we all know, is one of the best buddies to our, and that is the main reason why Adani is right now one of the top five richest men in the in the world, right? Because every government contract or every government project or any big uh, consignment or what whatever tender vendor has been given to Adani, or ta- aside
0: to Adani. everything.
1: So yeah. he has made enormous wealth in this government. He has made enormous wealth with the support of the ruling party. So to his personal benefit, as now he owns NDTV or a large part of NDTV, I don't think he will let the journalists function as they were
0: before. Because why would Ramesh Kumar resign? Mm. Yeah, exactly. He saw something coming and but, he didn't like it. And talking about now talking about journalism in India, post what, post the death of NDTV, what do you think once? about wh- where the journalism will go now in the next 10 or 20 years look i mean what has
1: happened with ndtv right now is also not what is very new to to the television news industry yeah, not. because this same thing happened with ibn 7 when uh, it was rajdeep sardesai and karan khaper <coughs> and all those you know big like big uh, canons of indian journalism and when ndtv uh, when ibn 7 was bought by reliance and it was named as like news 18 india on News 18, Uh, Rajdeep Sardesai and Karan Thapar resigned. And Rajdeep Sardesai went to India Today Group and Achtak, but Karan Thapar just went away from journalism. He he opened, he he conducts now a very uh, weekly, or I don't think a weekly, but a very topical show on Wire India. So this has happened before. But these people are still functioning as very Evident journalist, I mean you see Rajdeep Sardesai is still at India today conclaves and the shows and everywhere just questioning people and questioning the government. But I guess he has also tilted somewhere to the right in the way, he, in, the way in which he asks questions. But Thapar, on the other hand has been blatant, has been fierce and that's what he has been trained for. That's what journalists are trained for is no matter what the situation of the society is or what are the biases of people or what what is selling in the public or what is selling, you still have to ask questions. And as we talk about the future of television news in India, as we conclude this, I think there are enormous possibilities of Ravish Kumar opening his own uh, YouTube, like he has his own YouTube channel, but opening his own YouTube channel and doing his uh, prime time thing on YouTube. Or uh, he has he also can join any other independent news organization as News Laundry or The Print, The Mint, The Brute, anything. But the essence of watching Ravish Kumar and independent fierce journalist on television, the power of that has died completely completely because that is something which is symbolic like there is one person one journalist who comes on television every night and just asks questions and he's not afraid of anything you can watch ravish kumar question everyone right from Manmohan singh's government because that was when he got uh, you know famous mm. in the field of journalism it was in 2003 between 2003 and between 2006 Right, And it was in 2004, there was UPA government in in India Mm. under Prime Minister Manmohan Singh. And he has been questioning the government since then. And when I see right-wingers today saying like, why is Ravish Kumar questioning Narendra Modi so much? I mean, you go uh, to NDTV's older videos, you will see them questioning uh, the Congress government as well. You will see them scrutinizing Prime Minister Manmohan Singh and Sonia Gandhi. And you know, what I, rea- uh, what I observe is like pre-2014, journalists were supposed to be this way. Yes. Mm. But like post-2014, when you see this, you feel like, oh my God, this is so rare. Yeah. Mm. A journalist is asking us questions.
2: Mm. Exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. So that is the future. I mean, uh, online news portals are a new thing for independent journalism in India.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, because that is only something which can save Journalism. And. uh, Fair D'Souza. Herself said in one of her posts. Is that. India has to now start supporting. Independent journalists. Mm. To save journalism. Mm -hmm. And there is also this tagline of news laundry. If you have. You need to pay to keep news free. Yeah. Right. So that is the future
0: of. uh, Journalism according to. But I think. This. uh, Independent portals. I don't think they have the reach. To, of television. To, of television. It again
1: became becomes an elite phenomenon.
0: Huh. Yeah. Right. Huh. Because yeah.
1: many people st- in today's India don't have access to smartphones and laptops and internet, so they can't access these
0: online news portals, like consuming all news, brood and uh, fake issues. Are- it has once again, you know, be, become this elitist thing where, okay, again, the language English, the language. Yeah. No, yeah. The, there is news laundry,
2: shows, and yeah, everything. That, there is, but there are articles. The in most Hindi. accessible things. Yeah. In independent journalism, are in
1: Yeah, and also it is something which you need to be in a certain class of society to actually afford them. Huh, exactly. Right to actually afford their subscriptions, <coughs> and this is also something which I think is wrong. To huh. me, because uh, what Ravish Kumar has taught us is that the news is the stories of people. They are they, The news comes from people. So you need to serve it back to them in their language, in their format, in the way they like. And that's where Ravish Kumar plays such an important role in television, news, journalism industry. And I guess this is it we cannot go anywhere further from here and this is the end this is uh, the last breath of television news journalism in India this is it you cannot go anywhere from here I mean if you go I guess a year from this if you are watching this video after a year we have posted this I don't think what would happen with uh, television news in India because right now there are zero debates on unemployment zero debates on healthcare zero debates on women's safety And there are millions and millions of debates. It's an exaggeration, but there are thousands of debates, literally thousands of debates now on Hindu-Muslim, you know, Hindu-Muslim disputes. And uh, I guess news
0: is just selling as nuts Mm. in the industry right now. And what has happened is it has lost its relevance in between. It has Mm. lost its authenticity.
1: I mean, it has lost its power. Right now, you, if you are a journalist mm. in a society as India right now, you can be a journalist in the West, you will be, still be respected. Mm. You will still be a You will still be like, oh my God, he oh, is he's someone or she is someone who is doing something good for the public. But you, if you are a journalist in India,
0: mm.
1: especially a t- TV news journalist in India, TV news anchor in India, automatically you are a menace to society. Yeah. Mm. And that's a fact so yeah this was your segment teen stock shit this was pop podcast on a new setup and tell us how you liked it yeah join i was your host once and joining me today were kunal rajput and yash dubal signing off